Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Monterullo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Where do I begin? I have so much to complain about. I don't even know where to fucking start. Like, I, I, I wake up to the internet being out, right? And, right. you know, the first thing I was like, oh, I forgot to pay my bill. So I 1-800-COMCAST, pay my bill. And then it says like, oh, to avoid disconnection, pay this amount. I'm like, oh, so it's not disconnected? Like, what? what's going right. on? So then I call back and it says, uh, oh, we've detected a problem with your router. In order to perform a health check, it will take 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, whatever. So you like unplug it, plug it back in, wait 10 minutes, nothing happens. So I call back. They're like, oh, we see that you have performed the restart of your router. Now we must perform a health check of your router. And I'm like, I already did that. And it's I'm just like, you know, let me talk to a fucking agent. It's like, an agent will not be able to help you. First, we must restart your router. And I'm like, I already fucking did that. I already did that. And I'm screaming into my phone, this fucking computer. <laughs> At the automated, right. You know, and I don't even know why it didn't work. So there's a chance it could just stop working. Um at any moment so if, if that does <laughs> then obviously we'll edit it out but i can always you'll never know if that's a, a wi-fi hotspot through my fucking phone and then just pay extra money for trying to run the podcast through my data on my phone uh, finally finally my fucking iphone 13 pro that i ordered like a month ago they finally took the money out of my fucking account and wow. of course immediately my credit card or my uh, credit union locks my debit card and I get a voice recording saying, we've noticed uh, notice suspicious activity on your debit card. Please call this number to confirm. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> suspicious every time I have to fucking pay my rent, too? Like, is right. that $1,000? Well, it's from, like, too? Apple Corporation. Like, what the fuck? You know, it's not like yeah. it's from, you know, some right. fucking random other country. Like, It's probably know, routed through the Cayman Islands or some shit. Right, probably. Can, you know, shave off the taxes. Who knows? But uh, and then then the Internet gets working. Finally, after I spent an hour, an hour of my day already was wasted fucking around with Comcast. Comcast is now Xfinity. No, you're still Comcast. You fucking cunt. Uh, and it finally starts working. And I and I get like onto Twitter, as I uh, often do. And I've got like 60 notifications all around one fucking tweet that I tweeted like right before I went to bed last night. And it's you can't reference anything on Twitter that's more than five years old because people won't remember it and people are fucking idiots. So this guy I follow is a, a vegan. He lives in uh, Guinea, Africa, uh, and he tweeted out last night. He says, nice to see American children get vaccinated when most adults in Africa haven't received even a first dose yet. And, you know, just like commenting on the fact that you know, first world countries are vaccine inequity. Yeah. Right. So I, I replied, I was like, Oh, well I'll just, I'm going to make, I'm going to like reference Sarah Palin joke where she referred to Africa as a country. Right. So, but I wanted to make it really obvious so that nobody would, you know, think I was serious. So I said, yeah, but like Africa is just one country. That was the first part. So to make it super obvious that I was joking, I, I continued, yeah, but like Africa is just one country. Meanwhile, America is a full 50 states. <laughs> like, it, how could you not know that's a joke? And right. 
because it's Twitter and A, people don't understand sarcasm and B, everyone is 19 years old and wasn't was barely fucking but, alive. Right. For- but, but, but the joke <laughs> is that it's America is more than Africa because we're 50 states and they're just one country. The joke is that we're also just one country. So right. it's like it's I'm, I doubled down on how ridiculous of a statement it was by implying that 50 states is more than one country when it's still just one country and Africa is obviously like 52 countries, right? right? Obviously. And I got like 20 fucking quote tweets from people who were like, you know, like, how can you be this stupid? Google is is free. Use it. Africa is a continent. America is two, which I don't, I don't know what that America is to what. America is also, but they wrote the number two. So it's like what America is two continents. <laughs> like what? And then one they saying one, America is two countries. Cause that's also not accurate. <laughs> right. Oh, and then one guy, one guy, this guy's really confused. He says, uh, and America is a continent too. America equals the United States of America. And, and then somebody was like, well, North and South America are continents. <laughs> So right. like somebody who somebody who is apparently as dumb as the people thought my comment was trying to, right. to try to correct <laughs> me, but he's still also wrong. Right. To the joke that was anyway, I'm just damn. So <sighs> well, uh we definitely have a lot of uh news to get into this week. Uh not a lot of good news, but definitely a lot of shit happened. Uh that, that certainly most of it not even our... that political. No, no, as 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 is the trend lately on our show. Well, I mean, but everything's political though, because right, everything is politics. Politics you know? doesn't belong in football unless it's right wing politics, <laughs> and then it definitely belongs in football. Oh, we'll get to we'll, we'll we'll get to that fucking moron. But um, I, real, I want to start off with the with the Astro World uh, tragedy because that was that was kind of the big uh, story from this week. Uh, obviously, uh, Travis Scott, famous rapper. Uh, I didn't has, know who he was. I'd never heard of him before. So, I mean, he's famous, and in, in, <laughs> I, I knew who he was. Like I've heard his music. I'm not. I can't say I'm a fan, which you know doesn't factor in. Is neither here nor there when it comes to what happened. But he he is very famous within the the hip hop community, uh, certainly. Um, and he uh is. I, I don't know if he hosts it or if it's like kind of his branded you know festival you know like uh the icp is like the gathering of the juggalos or whatever um but they were having this astroworld uh, uh concert in his hometown houston uh this massive festival concert you know fifty thousand plus people um nothing outside of the ordinary for you know a big concert but um for whatever reason you know the way the crowd was set up and just uh a perfect storm of of issues you know there was there were several big crowd surges because his music is very you know high energy and the uh unfortunately one of the surges or a couple of surges uh ended up trampling a bunch of people and eight people ended up dying in this in this you know in this crowd they were all little too which is kind of like the scary part when you realize that like this it's just huge there's no way you can police it it's it's a it's a huge you know fifty thousand people start moving in one direction there's you know like i've been a part of that it's horrifying like when you when you're like i if i fall i am fucking dead because there's no if you don't fall you're, you're being crushed from all sides around you and if you're one of the one of the 
victims was nine years old, nine year old child, which is also yeah, like, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, don't bring your kids on anywhere unless it's a baby on an airplane. And then definitely I, w- I wouldn't bring, bring a kid, kid to a fucking musical festival with 50,000 yeah. people. That's insanity. No, but, but, right. like, well, you know, I wanted to go to the concert with my nine year old and check out Slipknot. So it's like, no, what? <laughs> right. Take your, take your kid to the fucking playground. That's where and, kids belong. And, and, and I'm not going to make this a culture thing or anything, but I've been to plenty of like metal shows and rock shows where people have been fallen over and trampled. And like the rule number one of going to a concert is if you see somebody fall, you pick them up immediately and you make sure nobody steps. Sure. On them. And like people the, tried to do that here, but you, like they're getting as soon as you, you know, bend over to pick somebody right, up you're getting shoved from you're behind getting, you, there's nothing you know. and, it's, and it's like that person's being shoved by the next person by the next person it's that there's no that's the scary part is it's like there's domino, no one right. person that you can pin this on and even the well why didn't the security do that you like they were trying to do things you know like there's no one person so, you can pin this on right well and you know and there's certainly blame to go around and i think certainly there will be a lot of investigations um, because a lot of lawsuits are coming, uh, certainly eh, towards, it'll, towards it'll, Live Nation. It'll and, be like Alec Baldwin shooting somebody. We've already forgotten about it. Nothing's going to change. Nothing will change. No, I don't. I don't know that anything will change necessarily, but certainly information will come out. I think in discovery during you know lawsuits because all, all yeah, the families are all going to sue Live Nation. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, they're already without, suing. People without get sued question. Get the money, but it's it's just it's it's you know it. Wh- what do you do when? You know, it's just a wall of bodies pressing up against each other, and there's you can't escape that. Like, I mean, so I mean, there were right, and there were crowd control. You know, people crowd control experts who you know were interviewed and weighed in and was like, yeah, this festival was set up really shoddily because you know at big festivals where you're gonna have thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand people they typically will will partition them off like they'll they'll partition off the center with you know a barricade so that you can set up the, the you know the cameras and everything right. and then they'll partition off you know kind of halfway through the crowd where it's not a full like you're not locked you're not penned in but it's penned off so that there's at least oh, yeah. some break to the wave and apparently this was not the case at this festival it was just set up as a giant you know open sandbox more or less um with you know some camera set up in the middle but not a ton of that and and that's a significant i mean that's that's almost like studying like you know traffic flow and like how you you know put a lane in and it'll leave you whatever like that's that's really important for setup like that so i mean i'm sure they'll investigate and determine whether or not that was uh an, a factor but you know certainly uh there were a lot of you know horrific videos on on social media like the 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 girl that was climbing up the ladder to where the one camera guy was shooting it and was like hey you need to stop the show there are people dead people are getting trampled and he's like and and in the video at least and you know again this is just one snapshot who knows what's happening he's like i can't we're stream you know we're streaming i can't stop like it it didn't seem like at least in that video like an attempt was made to radio uh to security to be like hey you need to go into the booth and tell them to stop the show so that we can you know uh, make everyone you know oh move, yeah he, move out he's of the like way waving them waving them like, off. he's like get off i'm gonna throw he i think he said to her at one point like something to the effect of like i'll throw you off if you don't get off right Meaning, like the, the little like plat raised platform where you're shooting from well you know in his defense it's like here's some you know girl climbing up the thing telling him right and and he's like he's not being told by anyone on his headset he works right. with that there's a problem 
But it, I'm sure like because the people he's the, the first front. person. He's the first person being told about it. It's but he, right. You know, and he's like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to do? It's like, well, you have a radio. <laughs> you're on the radio. You can keep right. filming while you radio to whoever you're talking to, your producer, that right. uh, you're being told that there's a, you know, a, a smurf, as they're called, <laughs> apparently. And- and I mean, I think ultimately, you know, the, 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 the bulk of the negligence will fall on Live Nation. You know, the concert promoter has a history of very poor um, crowd safety uh, and security. And this is not the first time something like this has happened, you know, at one of their events. Uh, so you, and- you saw that thing about the nick the the code word they had for dead people oh yeah yeah Sm- uh, what was it smurfs they they, they, yeah. they were instructed beforehand to radio uh to refer to dead concert goers as smurfs over the radio if such an incident were to occur so clearly these are people that are very serious about safety at their shows um and well, they're, you know they're they're expecting dead people that's the right, thing right, like is- if they're if they're trained to being expecting casualties or mass casualties at their concert to the point where they have a code word for it and then people are telling them oh hey there's dead people people are being killed you got to stop the show and they're just like nah nah we we got this we'll keep going right like that that shows you to the degree that they are aware that there is a you know potentially serious safety concerns at at any concert of this many people and i mean and again you know people are what are they going to do i mean there could be a million protocols in place i'm not paid to fucking come up with safety protocols but i mean off the top of my head as a fucking non-expert i can imagine you could fly like a a small drone with one security guy over the entire crowd and just have him scan for (laughs) people that are you know fallen things the guy's not on the drone the guy's just like watching the. no no right (laughs) right like a drone operator who's not meant meant to fucking (laughs) assassinate people but like literally i mean you could do that there's a million that you could have spotters and like high towers to look into the crowd and if there's ever a situation where they see somebody go down they can monitor and if it looks like that person is getting trampled they can you know temporarily stop the show god forbid you fucking stop the concert for two seconds and make sure someone's not dead um yeah you know well there is this is not the first time this happened like this uh travis scott guy stopping the show and trying to get security in there but it's not clear at all unless you watch the entire thing uh at what point he's doing that because they said that it took over 40 minutes to finally stop the show allegedly he says he didn't even know uh, he's telling people he didn't even know there was an issue until after the concert so he seems like he's fucking very much covering his you know covering his ass and there was video and again you know it's all snapshots you know you're just seeing what you see on these videos but there is a video of him like on in the middle of the crowd on like a riser like dancing and like doing the robot as somebody is literally being lifted up by like a dead body being lifted up by in front of him by security and like i again i don't know if he saw it i can't imagine if you were in that vantage point how you wouldn't see that person it was very like line of sight like you sure. know well you and, don't know if somebody's dead or unconscious and people pass out or od accounts i, I would st- yeah i mean i'd like to think if i was an artist and i saw somebody like that i would ch- check to make sure that they were okay or have somebody sure you know it, it's just it's just a lack of concern that's why a lot of people were sharing you know videos of of of, of artists and bands and musicians like on stage stopping songs in the middle of it because it's just a fucking song like when they see somebody, you know, in trouble in the crowd or they see some, 
situation. <laughs> Ani DeFranco would famously stop the show if people ever sung along with her songs. <laughs> really? Yeah. She was like, she would stop the show and be like, listen, I know you like the songs, but these are these are my words, not yours. So please don't sing along as I'm singing. Oh and my just God. Like, how fucking pretentious. I know. <laughs> I know. I was, like, I was thinking, I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, really? Like, I, I get it if you're like, a, you know, black rapper and you're like, hey, when I say the N word, white people don't get to sing oh, that sure. part. Right. But the rest of it you can sing. I get, like I get that, but like just oh my god. Well, and and you know Travis Scott has um has, has a, a like has been cited multiple times times for inciting uh, violent crowds and like beyond just like you know having high energy music. That's fine. I think you know you can. I think the content of your music is not up for you know legal action. I think sure. regardless. Now, of now when a white metal band says let's open up that this pit, you know that's totally different. That's that's just dancing. Well, people. he told people like on <laughs> uh, he's been he got uh, he got like arrested for like or like fined and you know charged for telling people to like bypass security and jump on stage like you know just shit that you shouldn't do like wow. when you're that's when you're wild. I heard there was even a rap group one time that was arrested or or had the show shut down because they they sang a song called fuck the police can you believe that <laughs> come on that's just different. total love, lawlessness you know, that's not I, what people go to a concert you know, for it, when you're putting <laughs> yeah when you're putting like the security people in like a position like that it, it, it's because i mean you know look this is but you know, aren't how many years ago did the security people like aren't aren't no, not you always. supposed to you know they're workers too anthony <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> no 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 live nation has their own security usually i um, know i'm just saying but I mean, and especially in like a modern age, like where, you know, I don't know, it was like 10 years ago where Dimebag Daryl got fucking shot by some maniac on stage, shot and killed by some guy that just walked on stage and shot him. Like, I wouldn't be inviting anybody onto the fucking stage, but that's just me. But, but maybe they I, should ban guns at concerts. Have they, have they tried doing that yet? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, but no, I, I think that was like a small club gig and he fucking, who knows, you know, I was in Texas, I'm sure. I'm sure there was no you know no concern whatsoever um but and, and travis scott also by the way there's another video going around of him at a festival like two three years ago um well it had to be two three years ago because of covid i guess uh like crowd surfing in the crowd and like he stopped the concert and stopped the song because allegedly somebody tried to steal his shoes although you can't really see it in the video i mean i'm not saying that happened or didn't maybe somebody was just trying to grab him because he was crowd surfing and whatever and like they and it was like some like some white kid and he was getting, you know, pulled out by security and he's like yelling to the crowd, beat his ass, beat his ass, don't let him out, beat his ass. Like like over like somebody trying to steal his shoes, this fucking multimillionaire. Like, you know, he you seems don't want like a dick to become a thing because if one guy steals your shoes, then everyone's going <laughs> to be like, oh, hey, I want to be like the guy that I mean, stole you could Travis just Scott's knock, shoes. Right. <laughs> I mean, you could just not crowd. So, but well, but also you're a fucking multimillionaire. Like, get, throw your shoes into the like. Who gives a fuck? Like, you have right. fifteen thousand pairs. You don't want to go back free. up on stage with like, shoes on. That's a, that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm I'm shoeless now. Like, right. I got my shoes so from me in the middle of my own concert. All that this was, is to say that he's perfectly willing to stop a song in the middle if something like his private property sure. is being threatened. Sure. Well, but not you know. I mean. <laughs> So private properties is, you know, you, you can be a, a teenager crossing state lines with assault weapon to protect private property. <laughs> but at the moment you get there in fear for your life, you're allowed to shoot. Right. People. Right. So uh, real, but I just want to contrast the way that that was handled and clearly uh, mishandled by Live Nation and by whoever was involved in that 
um, you know, who I think bears the brunt of it and the way that the, the a very similar tragedy was handled. I think uh, maybe not a lot of people remember, uh, but Pearl Jam played a show um, in uh, in Denmark in in the year 2000, I believe. In it's the it's called the Roskilde Festival. Wait, that, 21 years ago, how is anyone supposed to remember anything? I know, years more, ago. right? It's more than five years ago. Um, that should so, have like a hashtag, like never forget or something like that. <laughs> People want to remember an event um, from 21 years ago. And no, and so you know, and again, it was like a situation where there's just a big crowd and big raucous crowd, and you know, big crowds are fucking dangerous, regardless. Like, I'm not gonna put that on anyone, you know, but but any one you know concert group or whatever outside of just you know uh, poor crowd control. But um, it feels like one of those things that we we think you know, like uh, the Americans hear about, and they're like, "What is this? A third world country?" And it's just it's like it's such a uniquely american thing to happen also <laughs> it's like <laughs> like you know right only no. in a country like uh, a socialist country could you have a billionaires siphoning the wealth off the working class like what <laughs> right a- yeah right so um but at this concert you know there was a situation where there was just a very raucous crowd and a and a lot of shoving and crowd surging and uh eight people uh i actually think it ended up being nine because one died later but eight people at the show ended up dying same number of people that ended up dying at this travis scott show but um the way it was handled i think was 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 a lot better and maybe saved more lives because of the way it was it was stopped but you know of course it takes time to get this information uh up to the stage or up to the you know the managers or whoever whoever's it couldn't actually like in is is in a position to like alert the performers to stop the show because that's you know very hard to do when somebody's up on stage in front of fifty thousand people you have to really get it to somebody on side stage so they can run out and tell you know the act like hey you gotta stop we gotta make sure the crowd calms down so we can get EMTs in there or whatever. Um, but this is actually from a Rolling Stone article from two thousand. Uh, you know, in the aftermath of this uh, tragedy. And I think that just the way it was handled seems to be a lot better um, and may have saved a lot more lives. Uh, at about 11.15 p.m., 45 minutes in a Pearl Jam set, uh, per, uh, per Johansson turned, uh, I, I guess that's who they were interviewing, turned to his uh, security chief in the pit and asked her to stop the music, telling her, uh, I think people are dead. Uh, Johansson claims that he repeated his request twice and then a number uh, another member of the pit crew said it a fourth time. Eventually, the message went up to the security went up the security chain team's chain of command to the Orange Stage production office, and finally to Dick Adams, Pearl Jam's tour manager, who was standing uh, at the side of the stage. Pearl Jam were coming to the end of Daughter when Adams rushed on stage and talked to uh, singer Eddie Vedder. Vedder stopped the music and addressed the audience. And this is uh, Eddie's quote: uh, "What will happen in the next five minutes has nothing to do with music, but it is important." Imagine that I am your friend and that you must step back so as to not hurt me. You all have friends up front. Uh, I will now count to three and you will all take three steps back. All who agree say yes now. Uh, After a big cheer and a few seconds of movement by the crowd, better ask everyone to step back again. Um, And here's another quote from someone else. You can really see when the crowd moved back, said Manfred Tari, a German correspondent for the U.S. uh, concert industry magazine Polestar who was in the audience, uh, it looked like uh, they really moved a couple feet back. And that's when, you know, everyone got into the crowd and found all the fucking bodies from this this uh, crush. But, I mean, again, that could have been, you know, uh, 
it, it just it seems like it was handled better by everyone involved from top to bottom and it's something that there should really be a protocol for because you know it's fucking dangerous to have that many people in a crowd and you see that movie about the the uh the guy who uh found the bomb at the mm-hmm. olympics in atlanta and tried to like evacuate everybody and then richard no one jewel. Bo- i didn't say it but i yeah I it, richard jewel i think it was called what's that actor's name that played him in that fucking movie i can't remember his name but he's he plays the bodyguard in Itania. right, right. So um, funny he's such he's a really good, good. actor um, um i'll look it up real quick while we're talking but yeah he does the same thing where he's he's like calling the police for every little thing he sees and they don't believe him you know, and it's like a boy who cried wolf thing, but it's, it turns right. out like, oh, actually, it was a bomb and it killed people. And <laughs> right. immediately they, they accuse him of planting it. It's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Paul Walter Hauser, by the way. Uh, yeah. Actor's name. Great, great fucking guy. I'm <laughs> fucking there's there's some lines from I, Tanya he has that are just like, I cannot stop fucking mm-hmm. laughing. The whole the whole thing is like where he claims to be a, a international counterterrorism expert. <laughs> and they're like, but you're not. He's like. Well, but I am. He's like, but we checked and you're not. He's like, well, I've been quoted in this magazine. <laughs> he just like made up a fucking lie. So funny. Right. So, I, I, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's like it, it's such a huge thing that you've got so many different moving pieces that, you know, it's like there, there's just it's not ever going to be a safe thing to have crowds that big. No, and, no. But you certainly could do everything within your power to make it safer. Well, one of the fucked up things about that Pearl Jam concert is that I remember the photos of it where they had all these metal bars that were in sort of the front area, like staggered. Right. It wasn't just a single wall. Right. They had all these like it looked like a like a rodeo or something like that. And, And the bars were supposed to prevent a huge surge from happening. The problem was it didn't do that. It just meant that people were getting crushed up against the bars. And that's what killed them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it, it really seems like you should maybe not make like waist high fucking barricades to try to like stop a crowd surge because it's just going <sighs> to literally, you know, squish people up against them versus yeah. just, you know, uh, yeah, no, it's it's horrific. Well, because then, then if you make them higher, though, then the concern is that the security guys can't pull crowd surfers off the top of the thing. You know, there's just no great way to do it. I mean, I think a lot of, you know, people were talking about that you need to break up the crowd with barricades throughout almost like a snake-like pattern to kind of just keep the keep the surges to a minimum but it's just you know it's always going to be tough but it certainly was handled better in that case and you could see like in that that uh pj20 the pearl jam documentary that cameron crow did um like 10 years ago really fucking good documentary uh it's still like affects them to this day it's still just like you know eddie vetter still can't get over that so it's you know it's just a horrific thing that have happened. So hopefully they, they do put some protocols in place to at least ensure, you know, some modicum of, of, of a procedure. If there is a situation like that again, which I'm sure there will be. It's, Um, you know, it's just America. When you get enough Americans into a large enough group, something will always go wrong. It's just guaranteed. We're the scariest people on earth. So I, it makes sense. Um, If we're going to make mistakes, let's make them together. America. Right, right, right. Bring this so, nation together to trample ourselves to death. Yeah, right. 
So yeah, I, you know, obviously, speaking of people that think that they're international, you know, counterterrorism experts, uh, but are really just fucking putzes, we should talk about this this Kyle uh, Rittenhouse or Kyle Shittenhouse as as he's Kyle Shittenhouse shit the f- uh, shit his sh- pants today on the witness stand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we haven't talked about this kid before, really. I don't think because I haven't I really. Think we we I talked about it like, to, when it happened. I think because I hate looking at his face. Like every time I see an article and they just put his face on there, I'm like I just want to like do actionable things yeah i want to fucking you know did you see the terminator dark fate the last one they had with Mackenzie davis in it where they just like smush the terminator into like the turbine of a fucking um not to spoil it it doesn't really spoil anything because it's a terminator movie like it's all the same shit they like they they just like push it into like the turbine of like a high uh, hydroelectric dam and it's just like slowly ripping its face off you know as it's spinning around right like that's uh, so i just i don't like to think about things i don't like you know like right right now but now we're getting close to the end here and oh i've never seen a human face look more like a butthole before today yeah so his trial's going on obviously and it's a fucking kangaroo court it's a total fucking farce the judges obviously like gonna fucking do everything in his power to make sure that Rittenhouse gets off on these charges. He, you know, has, has done real, just real out of character, completely partisan things. Like he wouldn't let the, um, the, the victims of Kyle Rittenhouse, if the three people he murdered be referred to as victims in the trial, they had to be referred to as looters or rioters. I believe could be, could be referred to right. But not victims. Right. Right. So um, today, the uh, Chicago Sometimes had an article talking about, you know, the risk that you put somebody up uh, who's on trial for murder, that they testify in their own defense, is that they blow it terribly. And they also are open up to being cross-examined, which he was, uh, this little piece of shit. And the judge stopped the cross-examination to berate the prosecution, uh, berate the prosecution for asking Kyle Rittenhouse if he thought that using lethal violence was appropriate behavior for defending private property. Wow. So asking him if using a gun to kill someone to defend private property, if he thought that was acceptable, that question, the judge considered inappropriate and stopped the cross examination to tell the prosecution they couldn't ask that question. Which is literally what he fucking did. He crossed state lines illegally with an assault weapon that he was not old enough to possess um, to defend private property from rioters. It wasn't his property. No, not even right. It's it's other people's. He's such a bootlicker already at 17 that he was there. I I had to go into a situation where I feared for my life. It was my duty. Like you can't make a claim of self-defense if you insert yourself into a situation that you weren't previously involved in. He went right. there after these protests had already started. Right. And and it's not like he killed one person, by the way. He killed three people, Uh, you know, and not he like, killed two. He shot three, killed two. Oh, excuse me. Right. So he shot three people. Um, you know, with with a rifle stance. By the way, there's there's pictures of and video of him, right? You know, on one knee. And the people at he killed were the people trying to stop him after he'd already shot somebody. Right. They were trying to disarm him after he'd already shot somebody, and then he right. killed those people. And he, right. well, he, they grabbed my gun, and I thought they would take my gun away from me. Yes, because you already shot someone, you little fucking cunt. Right. 
because you're a little fucking moron child who has no business being uh at this at this protest at these riots uh with a fucking gun i mean it's like yeah i would have you know tried to choke him out too to get his gun away from him but you know three two people lost their fucking life over it uh and yeah he was on so he was on the stand today and um we have actually audio of his of his testimony and this this fucking audio uh is just real uh, you know he, he it's just so obvious he's lying in it and you don't even get the full effect of it unless you're watching the video as well but but you know you'll get you'll get a decent uh, you you'll get a decent idea certainly from but the, the most crocodile tear you know no actual tears coming down his face just in hysteric you cannot be at this level of hysteria without All right, well, let's hear know, actual let's tears hear rolling down your fucking cheeks so let's play the audio and then we'll uh, we'll chat about it apologies in advance for how annoying this is people right there. That's what I run. That's what I run. We're going to just take a time for our break anyway. You, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Uh, we're going to take a break, uh, about uh, 10 minutes, and please don't talk about the case during the break. What, read, watch, or listen to any kind of that, that was the judge calling him sir, by the way. <laughs> Um, so keep in mind keep in mind his little act there his like (laughs) that he's not doing that because he's projecting remorse over killing someone he's he's doing that to project how afraid he was of the people he killed right that's what he's doing right right which you know and again he was it's just it's just fucking preposterous i mean there's you know, pictures and video of him celebrating, you know, in the days afterwards, after he fucking evaded authorities for, for weeks, um, you know, out at like a club with posing for pictures with proud boys wearing a shirt that said free as fuck on it. Like he clearly thought like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm clearly a hero. Like he, he thought he was a hero for what he did. All right. uh, he has no remorse whatsoever. Police I didn't mean, even want to arrest him. They, no, were, right. they were like, well, we got other things to worry about. Like, well, I just, I killed some people like, okay, but you're, you're not threatening anyone now, right? You're fine. So, so, uh, uh, we had a, uh, some jackass here, blue check guy named JD Vance, who's a, apparently, uh, he's an author, but he's also running for Congress, ran for Congress. Well, he's- first and foremost, he's a Christian in his bio, his Twitter bio, right. Christian husband, dad. Like, yes, we, we get it. He wrote that awful hillbilly elegy book that they turned into that shitty movie. Oh, I, I, I didn't even know what that was about, and I watched like the first five minutes of it and turned it off because it was just, it was like the worst, just over the shit. top right wing horseshit. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, oh, and of course, of course, he's from Ohio. Of course, he, he's from fucking Ohio. <laughs> right. Ohio candidate for U.S. Senate. And he tweets out, I took a brief break to watch this Rittenhouse testimony, and it fills me with indescribable rage. And like, literally, it's like the, you know, like the not going to lie. They had us in the first half meme because I'm like, yeah, just it filled me with the indescribable rage, too. And then he continues. I am not a criminal lawyer. I am sure people are right that it's risky for him to testify. 
but our leaders abandoned this kid's community to lawless thug rioters, and he did something about it. And now a lawless thug prosecutor is trying to destroy his life. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's you got the, it, buddy. Complete 180 degree opposite reaction that a normal human thinking soul would have. Right. I was also up in arms and whatever, however he phrased it to begin of his tweet for very uh, different reasons. But, yeah, he he's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, you know, low life. By the way, who also has embezzled a bunch of his campaign funds. So you know, he he's just a, a, a par for the course with conservatives who are just oh god, full of I just, shit and I just clicked on his profile and it's like his. It's way too many pictures of his face pop up the instant <laughs> that you uh, click on this thing. Oh god, he's he looks like a. I scroll down here and he's got a he's got an angry video and his face is like filling the entire frame of the, of the video and it and it looks like like a real life version of like the parody uh videos we play all the time from uh <laughs> from brent uh, or whatever. yeah yeah we're, which we're gonna have another one here <laughs> right. for you in right. a bit so that'll be fun but yeah it's <laughs> like when you when you have become the meme when you are the parody and you keep doing it it's just oh it's beautiful yeah and you know uh, rittenhouse is gonna get off like it's obvious he's gonna get off on these charges like the judge is doing everything in his power to make it so you know disallowing like very obviously relevant um information in this case and making the jury leave multiple times to you know you just kick somebody off the jury for making a joke right right he's like i don't even know what they actually said but right this um, is this is just you know the as as is usual you know it's just the uh, well, you know, actually, it's not even that usual because usually the prosecution is who works with the judge, you know, hand in hand. But in this case, they're defending uh, a right wing shitbag who, you know, murdered a bunch of uh, protesters or rioters and looters, as they put it. So they're going to work hand in hand to make communists. sure that he never face right. A, make a, make a sure teenage that he never patriot went there to, to to defend this country from communism. Right. Um, there was. a so, Yeah. Uh, well, I was. I have a bunch of text here from this guy who wrote something for the. Uh, he's a columnist for the Chicago Sun Times. I don't know if I'm going to read it all. I don't even know if I'll read any of it actually. But it was it was amazing because this guy who wrote it is probably like your middle of the road centrist guy who gets a, a column writing for the Chicago Sun Times, right? His name right. is Mark Brown. Nice, nice, boring dad name there, right? But. Uh, I agree with everything he said, but, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't agree with most of his politics. And But, like, it, he got, like, two – he got totally ratioed. It got, like – the article he posted got, like, 200 comments from just total right-wing MAGA QAnon fucks. Like, they love this kid. This is, this is like, this oh, he's case. he's a hero to them. He's a martyr. This is absolutely the culture war that they're fighting. You know, the, the fucking George Zimmerman. You know, but but now he's all white instead of only half white. So it's even better for these people. Right. Right. And, you know, again, this is why you, you don't just try to beat them in the war of ideas or whatever stupid bullshit you'll hear out of liberals, because they are totally fine with uh, communists being murdered by these right wing shitbags. And, you know, the justice system is set up in such a way that they basically will get away with it unless it's really egregious and can't, um, you know can't be can't be sidestepped they they will certainly be given the benefit of the doubt legally uh when they kill you know people that are uh protesting injustice or people that are you know any 
uh degree of left of center they will they will fucking get away from we'll get away with it um so you know just be careful and uh i hope people react the appropriate way when this little fucking nazi gets acquitted uh i just hope that things are handled in the proper fashion and that uh there's a uh swift and equal response is all i'm saying that's that's all i will say well <laughs> the uh, chicago police are already on uh no no time off right now because they're expecting that this uh verdict may come as early as this friday so we may be maybe mm. rioting um i mean i can't think of a better reason to riot than acquitting a, a child white supremacist murder right um I mean, maybe there's how do you know he's a white supremacist like that that's the other and there's this weird strain on like alleged left twitter uh, of people like defending him and saying he was defending himself you know and and it's unfortunately and i i hate to and i'm not going to lump everyone into this category but it also seems to be a lot of the same people who still uh vociferously defend jimmy Dore and his increasingly crankish anti-vax right-wing um talking points and and it's like you know, it, it, I just don't understand how you can fucking call yourself a leftist and say that Kyle Rittenhouse isn't a fucking murderer and like say he was defending himself. Like the entire reason he was there was to fucking shoot people. Like he crossed state lines illegally with an assault weapon to shoot fucking protesters. So again, nothing he did while in, you know, regardless of what situation he was in at the time cannot be considered self-defense because he put himself in the situation that he was in. So it's just so fucking, what, you're not a leftist. If you're saying these things like, you're yeah, not a fucking leftist. I changed my mind. I want to read a couple paragraphs from this, this guy's okay. column, just because it, 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 it like threads the logic of, of what this kid actually did. Right. Where so many people don't seem to be able to understand the cause and effect of fucking around and finding out. Right. So this guy, Mark, Bra uh, Mark Brown, columnist for Chicago Sun-Times writes, uh, I've always believed it would be difficult to find 12 jurors who would agree to convict Rittenhouse of the most serious homicide charges against him, if only because the case is an intersection of so many issues on which our society is hopefully, hopelessly divided, race, violence, law enforcement, guns, and politics. On top of that, the evidence pre presented so far has mostly supported Rittenhouse's claims of self-defense. If jurors get past the absurdity of him being there armed in the first place. Right. The irony is that a key element of self-defense is the reasonableness of a person's actions under the circumstances. There was absolutely nothing reasonable about uh, anything that happened in Kenosha that night from a 17-year-old high school dropout playing self-deputized peacemaker with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle to the adults who enabled him to the law enforcement personnel who failed to send them all home to the rioters who set fires and brought their own guns to the protest. I would disagree with that part. Uh, the shooting of a black man white by a white police officer. Rittenhouse had ab absolutely no legitimate reason to be there that night, and I believe he deserves serious punishment. Yet, Rittenhouse's folly also turns out to be the basis for his defense. His fear of someone taking his gun becomes justification for him pulling the trigger. Rittenhouse is such an idiot he never even suspected he was in over his head until he it was too late. In fact, until the moment he shot Joseph Rosenbaum that August night, probably felt like the greatest night of Rittenhouse's life as he played the hero, toting around his big gun and his first aid kit pretending he was a medic 
who was only there to help parroting the first responder motto. If there is somebody hurt, I'm running into harm's way to paraphrase a former president. There were bad people on both sides though. As the prosecution has emphasized Rittenhouse was the only one who managed to actually kill someone. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, yeah, no, that's mostly well written. Although, again, he just can't help himself, but but try to you know kind of both sides it. But whatever. I mean, you know, for the most part, what he was saying was was pretty spot on. Um, you can't yeah, he, you can't cite castle doctrine when you're going into someone else's castle to kill them. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, of course. And but you know, again, he's going to get off. Um, so I just hope people are prepared for that and to do what is necessary in the aftermath. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, you know, I mean, it's it's it is up to the jury. You know, I mean, the jury might be watching this. You, you would hope that anyone are they sequestered? This Do we know? Are, I mean, as much as you can be, but the judge, you know. Well, like, I mean, like you know, they, if they, they find him yeah. guilty. Then they they find him guilty. The judge can't just you know right. declare a declare a mistrial if he doesn't like the the ruling of the jury. But I mean, what are the odds that that jury doesn't have one right wing crank on it? And what are the odds that any of this relevant information is filtering down to them? Because the judge is so dead set on making sure that all of this totally, you know, pertinent evidence and information um, and and line of thinking does not reach the jury's ears. So, I mean, I just be like OJ, you know, it'll be I know. It's, it's going to be... But then that went the wrong way. So, I mean, that's my concern of course, is, yeah. like, you know... Well, it, you know, I mean, the federal, the DOJ could decide that he violated their civil rights and try to charge him that way, but it's it's still... Yeah, fucking Biden's not going to do that, unfortunately. No, he's too busy trying to, get, DOJ he has. trying to get Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. There's no time for this kid. Daniel Hale, who's in fucking prison for, you know, blowing the whistle on the drone program. Yeah, it's it's just, it's it's disgusting that what happens in this country with the justice system. But oh, moving on to some more injustice. Uh, <laughs> so I want to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers because this fucking putts. Um, Who? So, right. I, I, you're not a big football fan, but Aaron Rodgers, you know, to people who watch football is is one of the biggest uh stars in in the nfl he's you know certainly i think i would put him personally in the top three to five quarterbacks in the league you know very Who, who's that uh that patriots quarterback that everyone loves well tom brady formerly of the patriot now he's on the uh, tampa bay Bucks. but yeah he's oh, on the patriots okay. for a million yeah. years other he's, another he's right a, wing he's a shot. smart guy he's a, he's oh wait what, what no he's not a smart guy <laughs> he well he he for the most part he kept his mouth shut but then like i think in 2016 they found a uh he, he well not found i mean he displayed pretty prominently i mean he knew he was going to be filmed a maga hat in his locker uh and and of course you know ever since then has made increasingly you know right-wing statements but again these guys are fucking you know they get hit in the head a million times and they have not you know and they're multi multi multi-millionaires like it's it's a shock when some of them aren't right-wing honestly um but oh my no. god hang on a second i just i just saw a tweet uh from somebody covering the the Rittenhouse trial yeah. uh, coming back from lunch Kyle Rittenhouse's defense team is now arguing that the prosecution is purposefully aiming for a mistrial Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, the judge's phone just went off in court 
the ringtone is Lee Greenwood's patriotic anthem, no, God Bless the USA. No, don't fu- I'm not are you kidding. fucking kidding. I'm not me. fucking kidding. Oh, this is 12 minutes God. ago. Oh my God. This is live, folks. This is this is happening. <laughs> I mean, Hang that's on. There's, a, there's an audio. That's this is parody. Like this is a fucking parody. Just play it in your microphone because I won't have time to rip it. Just I, I I don't know if I can play it through uh, the way I have my setup here. Let me send you the clip though, real quick, and we'll see if we can play it. I'll just play it over the air. I'll just yeah. That's I I, I wow, wow. Necessarily, what I'm supposed to do, but I think the court has to make some findings as it relates to the bad faith on the part of the prosecution. And if the court makes a finding that uh, the actions that I had talked about were done in bad that was certainly the opening strains of god bless the usa um by the way he has a flip phone i don't know if you heard that little flip at the end (laughs) he's got like an ancient (sighs) flip phone um i mean just what a fucking i i I almost wonder if that was intentional just to show to people like hey don't worry guys i'm one of them like don't you know like like told one of his buddies like hey call me during court because like why would you have your phone on during court like that's you know you, you know it's it's as yeah. as the judge you'd think you would kick anyone out of court whose phone went off and he's his phone he doesn't even say i'm sorry for like any he doesn't say anything he just keeps going yeah <laughs> preposterous fucking unbelievable fucking dog whistle but okay how old anyway. is this judge he's like 85 years old some shit See, like that? Well, he, i mean he looks like a typical you know balding 60s conservative red faced red nose you know exactly yeah. what you would picture him as um yeah all right so anyway aaron Aaron rogers um just you know really just a great great football player like i would not take that away from him you know great uh quarterback great team leader um just decided for whatever reason uh to just completely torpedo any public goodwill he has um by going on the pat mcafee show uh pat mcafee is a former nfl punter uh really funny guy he's got his own podcast he does like a million you know he's just one of those guys who, who happened to just have a really big personality and was able to parlay his his personality into like a media empire not you know obviously of the size of like a joe rogan but certainly like he was on barstool for a while but he ended up leaving there you know he's a he's one of those guys so anyway uh, he was on his podcast. I don't even know what any of that shit means. <laughs> Jesse, what the fuck are you I, talking about? The only reason why I know what Barstool is is because one of their fucking reporters tried to uh, harass John Cusack when right. uh, Cusack was in line for to go in the Sox. It's game. a very bro-y, like, news, oh, not new, like, sports, sports and news entertainment, just, you know. Like, I just imagine, like, you know... Guys that are like gingers that have like a real short ginger beard with like backwards hat, you know, and like they're all overweight and they're only like, like all Brent Thune, but like not parody, basically. <sighs> yeah, no, no, that that's 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 pretty accurate. Uh, and also the 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 founder was outed as like a, a like a rapist like the other day. So there was a big expose. Oh, well, like that's of, you know, yeah. Just so you know, just, just right, you know, allegedly, I should cover my bases anyway. Um, so he was on this on the Pat McAfee show. Um, uh, for whatever reason, just decided to 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 talk about, um, you know, the fact that that he 
basically he's you know he claimed earlier in the season that he was immunized in a press conference and that he also apparently had told the NFL that he was immunized. Um, now he was very careful to use that word because there is a very strict protocol in the NFL um, where you have to be vaccinated or you have to be tested rigorously, like, like very rigorously. And you have to wear a mask at all times around if you're not vaccinated. So they're not forcing people to take the vaccine, which, you know, arguably to, for the privilege of paying for hundreds of millions of dollars, you should get a fucking vaccine but whatever they're not even forcing them to do that they're saying if you don't do that you have to get tested like one three of, to five one of times his fucking contracts one of this guy's this aaron Rodgers guy one of his contracts was with a healthcare provider private healthcare <laughs> provider, right who, who luckily was, dropped him um, yeah, part of his contract was to promote vaccinations in general <laughs> in, right, I assume right this was a contract he signed prior to the pandemic but like they just dropped him because they're like no dude you fucking and it's not that he just he didn't get take the the vaccine it's that he lied about it he keeps and, trying to say that he right. you know well i'm sorry if anyone felt that i misled them like no dude you fucking lied when you, you lied say you lied to your teammates you put them all at risk immunization <laughs> only happens from getting vaccinated it doesn't happen from whatever fucking homeopathy bullshit you did whatever fucking yoga routine you did you so fucking he, liar right so he he uh, apparently saw a homeopathic doctor which is code for not a real fucking doctor um you know homeopathy for anyone that doesn't know is just like fucking pseudoscience it's, it's, it's placebo it's pretending as though right. the placebo you know and there's even some more like ridiculous versions of homeopathy where it's it's you know it's like the like the idea that like water has a memory you know and if water touches a thing it retains the memory of the thing it touched and therefore it's like the the less amount of particles in the thing the more the water remembers the thing it was it's, in it's, it's astrology with. for medicine it's basically fucking, it's fucking just the most insane childish bullshit you might as well just pray on a fucking power crystal because it's not going to do a damn right. thing, you fucking liar. Right. This is probably Shailene's fault, unfortunately. But uh, but no, but yeah, he's he is, of course, dating Shailene uh, Woodley. Who's, Who the fuck is that? She she's a she's like an actress of, of like some... an actress. OK, that that says enough. <laughs> well, I mean, if you've ever seen her as an actress, you, I, I don't know if I'd call her an actress person. No, she's not a bad person. She's actually fairly, you know, I mean, she supported Bernie. She's like a fairly. <sighs> left-wing person but like she's also definitely like a kind of a like a healing crystals left-wing person you know what i mean like she's the, the, she, she the, certainly this, got him on this path i would imagine this merger between like granola leftists and QAnon right-wingers it's just it's like I, I don't know how this match made in heaven came about it's very but weird it's they you know and it's and then you get something like you know being anti-vaccine and they love lining up behind that shit they love that shit and oh by the way chemtrails that's a real thing too it's just the, the level is stupid so the, he so he admits that he, he wasn't vaccinated and he also right. admits that he has covid shocking right. shocking right. right and now he's gonna miss two fucking games one of which they lost by six points which i'm sure the best quarterback in the league could have fucking taken them over the edge on against, you know, very uh, like tough divisional rival. Um, so he, I guess he just doesn't care about winning because he, he just does, won't even get a fucking vaccine to make sure that his teammates are safe and that he's able to play. But so he was on the Pat McAfee show and he's got, he was getting a lot of shit about it. So this is some of the, um, some of the quotes uh, pulled from his interview. Cause 
he really just fucking went for it and like you know kept digging that hole um this is Are you from, talking about uh, the first time he went on Mc, uh, McAfee or just recently when he was back on the show? No, I, th- I think this is from the first time. Uh, okay, because I have some quotes from the second time. I just want to make sure we're right. overlapping. Right. No, he's been going back on to complain about how, you know, people are trying to cancel oh, him. The woke um, mob is trying to cancel culture. Right. So well, but even on the first time he said this, because this was after the, the COVID uh, yeah. diagnosis had come out and the fact that he wasn't vaccinated. Uh, and this is from Computer Cowboy on Twitter. Uh who watched this video so we didn't have to suffer through it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers says on the Pat McAfee show that he's in the quote, in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. Um, uh, I'm somebody who's a critical, and this is just pull quotes from this interview. I'm somebody who's a critical thinker. Clearly for me, it involved a lot of study in the off season. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers confirms he did his own research uh, and somehow came to a conclusion different than every medical professional epidemiologist in the world. Uh, in April, the J&J vaccine got pulled due to clotting issues, so the Jane vaccine was not an option at that point. Aaron Rodgers says he is worried about the possibility of vaccines causing sterility. <laughs> By the way, the AstraZeneca vaccine got pulled, not the J&J, but whatever. He, just, he doesn't know anything, so just disregard everything he says. Um, he is now uh, discussing his concerns about inhaling carbon dioxide uh, during workouts while wearing a mask. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers says his first symptoms were, which also people say is not a thing. Uh, doctors have said it's not a, you know, uh, yeah, Rogers just, says, just, just to be clear. Yeah. Most of the atmosphere you breathe in is carbon dioxide. <laughs> right. Most of it. Oxygen <laughs> is like a, a small minority of the air that you actually get. So, yeah. Right. Right. Of course, they would, they would just say that's, that. that's even more reason why you shouldn't wear a mask because it's already so hard to get oxygen out of our, <laughs> our atmosphere. We're already, already oxygen is a, is a struggling minority. Jeez, I wonder why. I wonder who is facilitating the policies that allowed that to become a reality. Um, Rogers, dinosaurs, man. Dinosaurs fuck that shit up. Right. Roger says his first symptoms were Tuesday night and they tested positive Wednesday. So he was symptomatic. Didn't feel great yesterday, but I'm feeling re- really good today. Um, more from Rogers. What about my body, my choice? What about making the best decision for my circumstance? Again, just you know, using the language of of actual bodily autonomy in a situation like you know abortion to pretend he's the fucking victim here. Um, sure. Well, it's his body, his choice. Then he can breathe his own air, right? right. And you can he, also an, not play an in the NFL. American. Around. He doesn't need to pull. You know use anyone else's air he can pull his own air out by its bootstraps you, you, or you, like, whatever air wears right and he's not being held down and forced to take the vaccine you can certainly not get paid 22 million dollars to throw a fucking football and not take the vaccine if you so choose if you choose to be that big of a fucking piss baby but that's Did you read uh kareem abdul jabbar's uh, uh i said that kareem abdul jabbar's uh a Substack I, article about this. I didn't get a chance to read it, but I saw he tore into him pretty. Uh, oh, pretty significantly. yeah. It was great. It was great. It was just basically like, how dare you cite MLK's name in all this? Oh, yeah. Well, he also, he also, comp- he also did an M- use an MLK quote to deter, to describe his <laughs> right. Situation. Well, he just, he, I think the title of it was, was, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't misleading. Aaron Rodgers lied. That was like right. the title of the thing, <laughs> which is absolutely true. So there's more quotes from this because this is just a wild fucking. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that this wasn't on Joe Rogan because this is a Joe Rogan esque meltdown. Um, the idea that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated is just a total lie. Uh, if the vaccine is so great, then how come people are still getting COVID and spreading COVID? Maybe because a bunch of people aren't vaccinated and continue to spread it. Uh, I consulted a good friend of mine. <laughs> 
I can't believe this is a real quote. This is a real quote. I consulted a good friend of mine, Joe Rogan, and I've been doing a lot of stuff he recommended in his podcast, (laughs) which he later went on to say included uh, ivermectin therapy and treatment for his COVID. Um, Of course. They... Oh, God, let's see. Uh, Rogers kept emphasizing that he probably caught COVID from someone who was vaccinated. This seems very important to him, again, despite the fact that he has no evidence of that. And probably is the kind of guy who goes out to places unmasked and, you know, around unvaccinated people all the time. Um, Rogers on his homeopathic treatment. It was a way to stimulate my immune system to create a defense against COVID, uh, (laughs) which, you know, just is total fucking horseshit. You know, yeah. when you just like lay in a bathtub full of rose petals and pine cones, your your immune system just completely starts to soak in the aura of health. Right. Uh, why do people hate ivermectin? Not just because Trump championed it, but because it's a cheap generic and you can't make any money off of it. Again, citing this total bullshit, you know, defense as if somehow fucking ivermectin isn't made by the drug companies. And it's also being price gouged to shit right now by the drug companies, just FYI for all these is it, people. What, I mean, what is it technically? Is it is it a, a like it's an a, antibiotic? It's a, no, it's an it, it's a dewormer. I I I, I right. it's an antiviral like dewormer. Um they give it to you if you get like a tropical worm basically. Like if you go to fucking you know, Cuba and you get like a fucking tropical, you know, it, like a, a tapeworm in, in Cuba. Like there's a certain type. But that of, wouldn't be an antiviral thing. That would be a multi-cell organism antibiotic type situation. I, right? yeah, well, I, I, you know, I believe it's referred to as an antiviral. It, it, it's basically, it, it's just used at, you know, if you get a basically a, an intestinal worm. Um, and it's also. I, it. I, I just have to quote Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes and say that bats are bugs that's all i know (laughs) and (sighs) um and it's also used you know in in veterinary uses and in horses for deworming horses because that's a big issue with horses um which is why you know and people like oh it's not horse based it's used in humans it's like yeah but also a bunch of dumb right-wingers are buying uh the paste version of ivermectin from feed stores which are meant for horses because you don't need a prescription for it and eating the fucking paste so yes there are literally people in this country, eating horse paste to fucking cure their COVID rather than taking the 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 safe and free vaccine. Um, but yeah, no, and, and again, there's no, the FDA uh, says there is no authorization to use ivermectin to treat COVID because there's no documented peer-reviewed study that actually uh, proves it effective in any way of doing anything to fight COVID. Um, and in these studies that are cited, uh, are all of poor small sample sizes and are and have dubious what do you have methods. against natural news dot dot net anthony right. What's exactly <laughs> so did so, you have any other direct quotes from his no, uh well, i mean I, I don't know there's a bunch more but they, it, it's all along the sea he's a fucking idiot i mean he's a fucking moron he doesn't know anything he thinks he he's one of those people who's really dumb but thinks he's smart so he says a bunch of shit you know the, the typical joe rogan guest just, just doesn't fucking know anything and he's being <clears throat> persecuted and he's a you know exactly etc etc um and you know it, it's just now he's it's you know it's the consequences of his own actions now he's losing sponsorships right. he's so as i games. mentioned uh, a bit ago he went back on this um what was his name pat mcafee show yeah pat mcafee sounds like a nice irish lad uh, went back on his show to uh, double down on dipshittery um so i'm just going to read from this uh mcafee pressed rogers on the medical experts he consulted to make his decision other than Joe Rogan, who Rogers praised last week. 
He offered no specifics. Quote, Look, I have a lot of admiration for Joe, Rogers said. I definitely talked with about a dozen friends of mine who dealt with COVID, and they were all very helpful in different ways, Joe being one of them. So he's, he's admitting that he didn't consult any medical experts. Right. No, no. Just a bunch he, of fucking He morons. talked to, you know, got on Facebook, talked to like, a, you know, his group chat or whatever. Right. And then he says, then he says, this is, this is great. See if you can tell who he's talking about here. He says, I'm an athlete. I'm not an activist. So I'm going to get back to what I'm doing best at. And that's playing ball. Oh, yeah. No, obviously a shot of Colin Kaepernick um, who actually fucking, you know, <laughs> who got blacklisted for, for, yeah, for taking a political stance. And they always say, oh, football is no place for politics unless they're right wing politics. And then they totally belong. Football's no place for politics. Now, hold on a second. The fucking flyover before the big fucking, you know, military recruitment. What's that? Uh, I, I can't hear you the, as, I, as I rise to uh, sing along with the national anthem here. Right. It's just fucking preposterous. Like there are no politics allowed in football, like you said, unless they are extremely right wing. Um, And, you know, he's more or less going to get away with this. Like, okay, he got fined by the NFL uh, for for lying to them and for, you know, missing a game. He got fined like a slap on the fucking wrist. It was like twenty two thousand dollars, which is a lot of money to me and you, but is certainly not a lot of money to somebody who makes twenty two million dollars a year. To throw a fucking football. Yeah, what's his total contract? Like one thirty-four, one hundred and thirty-four million dollars. It's so yeah, which is like only over five years. Whatever. It's it's he gets like twenty to to thirty million dollars a year plus a signing bonus, um, which you know is whatever. But you know, again, he can't. The fact that he's trying to make himself the victim here is is fucking laughable. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it's just ridiculous, and and I expect no less out of assholes like that. Um. Yeah, well, so I, I mean, it, at least it's not as ridiculous as right-wingers losing their fucking minds over Big Bird. Remember Big Bird from Sesame Street? <laughs> uh, being used in a PSA telling everyone to go out and get vaccinated and it's safe for children because Big Bird is uh, mechanically only six years old forever. Um, right, despite so that, being a big fucking freak of a... <laughs> creature right um, i mean i'll take what he's having because he's you know good right. good good plumage a lot of, a lot of milk looks, really yeah <laughs> strong, after strong bone, uh... 50 years he's doing pretty well no right. no osteoporosis or whatever the equivalent of birds would get right uh um, so well their bones are hollow so they're 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 they, it's a little easier for them to not work um, sure well, so I, I just wanted to read some of the responses. Well, to, I want to read, let me read his actual tweet first, so so people yeah. can understand why. Very why appropriate I, that a, a bird is tweeting on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I should also preface this by saying the reason that they're having you know this PSA is because uh, the vaccine was recently approved by the FDA and the CDC for use in five to eleven year olds, uh, and obviously a show an educational show on a, on an educational free publicly funded broadcasting network like PBS is going to do everything they can in the, in the interest of public education and public health to make kids understand that it's totally safe and not scary at all to get a, you know, to get a vaccine. Um, so it's totally reasonable for them to, you know, run PSAs like this and they have for years. Um, and okay. So anyway, and, and with that in mind, here's the tweet that big birds official, twitter account posted uh i got the covid vex uh i got the covid19 vaccine today my wing is feeling a little sore <laughs> but it'll give my body uh, an extra protective uh, protective boost that keeps me and others healthy 
Miss Erica R. Hill even said that uh, I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea. So, you know, really innocuous, just, you know, hey, Wait, like you've so been getting vaccines. Like vaccines given him memory problems if he didn't remember <laughs> doing before. God damn you, big pharma. Um, yeah. So, you know, again, just real innocuous. So, um, so who is Erica R. Hill, just to clarify? I, I, I don't know. I'll look that up. Um, probably some from the CDC, I'm guessing. Right. Probably some doctor who peer, appeared on the uh, an episode or something to just talk big about. Government. Big government. Big um, government. So yeah, you do you have because I've got like a, some of the responses to this. Um, <laughs> well, I, I do have one in particular that that was fucking hilarious. Um, from oh wait, where to go? Uh, from a uh, Arizona state senator, uh, Wendy Rogers, who tweeted in response to this: "Big Bird is a communist." <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, no irony whatsoever. She's like a MAGA right wing lunatic, uh, and apparently, Big Bird is a communist because he wants you to you know immunize yourself against the deadly uh virus so yeah what it's just everything that the right accuses communism of being bad about is just things that remember when remember when they said race mixing was communism oh yeah and you know then they said libraries are communism and now vaccines not dying not remember when they used to say that communism killed millions of people through starvation and now they're accusing communism of saving millions of lives through vaccination like p- pick a thing pick a thing to be mad at communism about ted cruz it is amazing that we have libraries just as a side note because it is a very communist idea and it's fucking awesome i can i can't believe like you you have to know that the left was a lot stronger whenever you know public libraries became oh so you mean thing, you want would the never... authoritarian government to choose which books you get to read for free <laughs> Right. Is that what you mean, Anthony? Right, exactly. And now you what we have is the the online equivalent where you had websites like archive.org and a bunch of liberal shitbags like uh that Chuck Wendig guy had those had that site basically taken down because they were posting copyrighted quote unquote uh materials on there, like a copy of his shitty book that no one wants to read. Like that's literally <laughs> the fucking idea of a library and of a, and of a public, you know, public access to culture. Is so that people can read it, even though they don't have twenty five dollars to buy your shitty fucking book. Like that's literally the point, and that's what archive.org was, you know, for. Well, but, but Anthony, if we, if if we come out with cassette tapes, no one's going to listen to the radio anymore. Obviously, <laughs> right? Remember, right? Remember that? Remember that? Uh, you probably don't. I didn't. No, I, I didn't <laughs> this was before my time too. But um, yeah, when they first invented cassette tapes, uh, the the basically the radio industry was trying to prevent that from happening because they were afraid that if you could just make a tape of what you heard on the radio you'd stop listening to the radio well uh, i made tapes of songs on the radio back before napster and limewire and now youtube um but guess what i still had to listen to the radio to find the songs i liked you fucking morons (laughs) so ted cruz is one of the first people to respond to uh big bird uh ted ted cruz quote tweeted this government propaganda for five-year-old not five-year-olds but just for oh no i'm sorry for your five-year-old for your five-year-old right i don't have a five-year-old so i don't wouldn't know uh laverne spicer whoever she is just says this is propaganda uh (laughs) golden advice richard stiller four with three american flags in his bio with a picture of a golden retriever as his avatar on twitter says politicizing big bird for maximum big pharma profit at a children's expense like really i don't think they're paying for it actually uh is a new low (laughs) i never dreamed of seeing in our country 
Well, you, you, you didn't pay all those child taxes. That's what the, isn't that what the child tax credits for? When when you when you're a kid, you pay all those yeah. taxes, and then you get the money back in a child tax credit. <laughs> so this is um, not a blue checked account here, but this uh, account is the Mod Alice, but Mod is spelt with a zero instead of a, I don't know. Uh, says enjoy the embers of a fallen country, you fucking <laughs> communists. We will enjoy the actual rebuilding of our republic. Like just wow, wow, <laughs> wow! Uh, so, just you know, th- that's that's a crazy person. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's play. We actually have audio from one of one of Big Berg's colleagues because you know not everyone on Sesame Street feels the same way as Big Berg. No, Big we Bird. we found a this this clip of a um, a Muppet, show. a Muppet who is clearly a critical thinker and can right. do their own research. Right, and so in the interest of of equal time, we're gonna we're gonna play uh, his statement. So by now, you've seen that Big Bird and the rest of my woke co-workers down there on Sesame Street got the jab. Well, let me be the first to tell you, I will not comply. Dr. Benson Honeydew and the rest of the so-called scientists can stick that mandate up their ass. I got dingleberries older than your research, Honeydew. Do you think I'm scared to lose my job? I'm not scared to lose my job. I got crank yankers on speed dial anytime I want. Let me keep my job, and I'll teach these kids how to do their own research. Because everybody knows all you got to do is go to your podcast app and type in J-O-E-R-O-G-A-N. And all my coworkers saying I should get it. Thanks. But no thanks. Oscar the Grouch, I don't even know why you got it. You live in a trash can. Nobody's got a better immune system than you. Cookie monster. Looks like C is for cuck. And that's good enough for me. Why don't you get your eyes fixed, you chips ahoy eating Marty Feldman looking mother. And Burton Ernie, the wokest of the woke. You think you're better than everybody else. Well, it would be a real shame if Bert heard about the night we spent in Cabo. Isn't that right, Ernie? Let's just say the rubber ducky ain't the only thing he's taking baths with. So in regards to the vaccine mandate, today's show is brought to you by the letters F and U, which stands for... (laughs) Tony, Tony, get the ivermectin. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh god you know that is of course brent thune a uh, great comedian uh and, and, but the, he, the visual he, is the best part because he actually whole, has yeah, a, a fucking like a muppet <laughs> puppet in his car seat in his typical spot that he's sitting in yelling into the cat like you know that he's puppeting as he's doing this <laughs> oh man um yeah great stuff that's what you all sound like leftists who are fucking psychotically anti-vax that's what you fucking sound like um anyway (laughs) but yeah so um yeah that that you know that that happened and we're just destined to do shit like this forever because uh people in this country are fucking crazy this this is how you have people you know in in like the wealthiest most privileged country in the world refusing to take a vaccine that like the third world can't even get their hands on and wants. right or begging for it's because you have people in the media that have a huge following like joe rogan and jimmy Dore, 
telling people not to take a vaccine. Right. Right. Now, I've I've often said, you know, like we we do over vaccinate in this country for things that aren't life threatening. But uh, as we know, COVID is very life threatening. Right. Right. Like and, nothing and we've seen in our lifetimes. And there's been like no, you know, people saying, oh, well, children can't actually get COVID. It's that that's not true. That's, that's not just simply not true. true. Right. Like there's no there's been people who are completely healthy. You know, one of the first big things that I read, it was it was a 40 year old cyclist in England who didn't smoke, didn't drink, and he died from it. And I'm thinking like, fuck, there's there's really no way to know who's going to die or not from this. Right. That's when I took it seriously. Right. So for people being like, well, I don't know. I, Aaron Rodgers said he had an allergy. He had an allergy. To oh, vaccines. he said he had an allergy to something in the vaccines. Um, which yeah, you the, know. the RNA sequencing. He said an allergy to that. That's first of all not a thing that exists. No, there. You know, more than like two out of every five million people, and there's no way to know if you had that unless you already had the vaccine, which right. he hasn't, because it's never been used before in in for public consumption. And so the only thing in an mRNA a vaccine uh, is the mRNA, the actual mRNA um lipids which you know hold it in place but there's fats fatty acids um sugar and salt which also you know contain the molecule that's all that's in an mrna vaccine so unless he's extremely diabetic and we don't know about it uh aaron Rodgers is (laughs) fucking lying and cannot figure out a way to like add fat to it right because that's like the the trifecta of what every food company tries to do is get sugar, salt, and fat in the right <laughs> in the right quantities that it like. What do you think? It's a coincidence. Makes the, There's makes the brain addicted to it, right? <laughs> Give me my fucking salted caramel cluster ice cream, and I'm fucking. I'll take any vaccine you want. <laughs> right. Oh God. Well, you know, real quick before we get out of here. Speaking of Joe Rogan, we I, I did want to mention briefly. Uh, you know, obviously he he's he's moving on up in the world because he's probably about to become a professor uh because i don't know if anyone saw this but oh my god barry weiss uh along with a bunch of other famous pedophiles uh is starting a uh <laughs> university of austin in in austin uh just you know r.i.p to the, to the cool people that used to live in austin because that fucking place has turned into such a shithole in the last five to ten years between elon musk moving in and taking it over and joe rogan and all of these fucking people who were like oh look it's a big city but it's also like in a MAGA area so we can we can you know we can bring our our freedom loving uh tax avoidance and still and experience all the fun stuff that we like to do in the places where we actually have to pay taxes so now it's like a haven for fucking you know libertarian uh cranks so barry weiss uh famous fucking uh zionist maniac uh and moron who thinks she's an intellectual former editor uh at the new york times uh is starting this this uh this university of critical thinking like there's no i i'm sure this will not be accredited um in any way and this will you know bilk dumb conservative parents uh out of tens of thousands of dollars a year real Um, quick though uh austin texas is also an extremely white city it's 72 percent white uh black is only seven percent so you know very very few um other you know other races 7.7 percent asian is actually almost wow, eight. that's really low hispanic percentage for texas for texas that's, that's yeah fucking insane. that's like so you could you can see why you know these white 
fuckers want to grab hold of a city that they don't have to, you know, they can still pretend like they're in charge of. Right. So this, this, I mean, and, and part of their mission statement is that they're dedicated to the fearless pursuit of truth with, with luminaries, uh, like, uh, professor Stephen Pinker, you know, famous pedophile and like experimental psychologist who is uh Jeffrey Epstein's really good friend. Um, I, I can only imagine the fucking curriculum. Can you imagine just the curriculum and the fucking course schedule? At this, oh, at this somebody, fucking- was, I already saw a parody account of this, and they were putting, they were posting like fake uh, curriculum outlines, and one was about uh, big naturals in history, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't about breasts. It was just about like, like he, you know, larger than life figures in history, like Winston Churchill. <laughs> you know, o- only a guy, only a big natural like yeah i only imagine like like 7 30 you have like epidemiology with professor rogan uh 9 30 you get like gender studies with professor Chappelle. fucking 12 30 you'll get like how to dodge pedophilia allegations with professor pinker mm-hmm. uh and then you know to wrap it up you'll get like basketball lessons with fucking coach shapiro that'll be like how to hang yourself from a bunk bed (laughs) if you ever get caught running a child prostitution ring i feel so bad for any fucking kid whose parents force them to go to that school can you imagine just the the fucking horrible toxic just non-protective fucking just just, like just the faculty and the the, like just if, if you like anything happens to you on that campus like good fucking luck like god what a what a horror show that's gonna be for the year and a half that it runs before it turns into a big oh i'm sure it turns out it's a big already you know got a waiting list of fucking right-winger mega kids that you know think that like uh you know osu is too liberal of a university (laughs) (laughs) right Uh, oh god what a nightmare all right well on that note um we should get out of here but uh well i haven't even mentioned nicaragua yet Okay, let's let's get to that. I, I got to run, so let's let's just we can. Do you want to get to that quick, or you want to save that? Uh, well, I mean, it just happened, so it's topical. But right, so, uh, yeah, so Nicaragua just had an election, and um, the socialist won. So of course, uh, CNN, New York Times. So you mean it was a fake election that wasn't actually valid because oh, they, they lost their minds. Yeah. So <laughs> CNN says uh, at least half a dozen likely presidential contenders had been detained ahead of the vote, clearing Ortega's path to another five years in office. Though five other presidential candidates were listed on the final ballot Sunday, none were seen as strong challengers. So, the, so this is their criticism is that, you know, he, he was jailing his opposition. But if you listen carefully there, at least half a dozen likely presidential contenders. So not people that were running against him, just people that like just, the, just the, people the that were State jailed Department for, wished for- would run against him. Went to jail, and like the biggest one of them, um, was put in jail for fraud back in June, right? She right. got arrested on fraud, and it wasn't even clear if that actually would invalidate her for running for office pending pending a, a conviction. So she still could have run for office. Nothing stopped her from running for office. She was like basically under house arrest, but she still could have run. So the New York Times, uh, this they had a huge piece yesterday, claiming that. Uh, that the um, that Ortega, the the current president who just won, only had nine percent public support. Assuming every one of his supporters had voted, that would be only five hundred thousand people, based on the population of Nicaragua, which is six point six five million. Mm-hmm. 
But in fact, Ortega got over 2 million votes, oh. winning, winning 76% of the vote. The voter turnout was 65%. So they always say like, oh, these are sham elections. It's like, really? Voter turnout was 65%. That seems pretty good. It's yeah. like a pretty big sample size. That's, That's higher than even higher our than presidential here. elections. <laughs> right. right. And then they say, oh, but he only had 9% support in the public. Well, then how did he get, you know, like 70% of the vote of the two, you know, million people right. that showed up? Yeah. Now, if it was like, always a bullshit uh, line. if it was only like 9% of voter turnout and he won with 76%, I'd be like, yeah, why was only sure. 9% of the public allowed to vote? That sounds like they didn't have any polling stations open. But when 65% of the country votes. So, yeah, it's total bullshit. Um, so this is also from CNN here. Uh, in June 2021, Nicaraguan presidential challenger Christina Chamorro Look her up. She's the, like a six foot tall white woman. <laughs> and they had a picture of her in the New York Times where she's standing next to actual Nicaraguans who are all like, you know, ha- like a full head shorter than her. Right. Who have you know dark complexion right. um, has been placed under house arrest and could now be disqualified from running for office, according to local officials. Ac- accordingly to a statement from a Nicaraguan public ministry, Chamorro was charged with money laundering and mismanagement of the Violetto Barrios Foundation, a nonprofit organization she had chaired. So then CNN, CNN immediately then, you know, in response to her, her felony charges, CNN then quotes Antony Blinken and the director of the Human Rights Watch to denounce the charges. Wow. Now, if you know anything about Human Rights Watch, according, this is from Wikipedia, according to Democracy Now!, HRW has also been criticized for having a revolving door with the U.S. government. So, like, they're basically just... The State Department, one of the State Department's, you know, many nonprofit organizations it creates to put out PR for it. Right. To do propaganda to, you know, facilitate regime change in, in leftist countries, basically, is right. all exists for. So they're always criticizing uh, left, you know, they, they call Ortega a dictator. They flat out call him a dictator when you when he gets a democratically elected dictator. You know, those. Right. Right. So, but keep in mind the kinds of dictatorships that the Human Rights Watch uh, doesn't have a problem with, because back in in 2020, the um, HR uh, HRW board of directors discovered that Human Rights Watch had accepted a four hundred seventy thousand dollar donation from Saudi real estate magnate Mohammed bin Isa Al Jabbar, um, who uh, apparently owner of a company. Oh, he, so yeah, this guy was the owner of a company that Human Rights Watch had previously identified as complicit in labor rights abuse. And then they're taking half a million dollars from him under the condition that the donation not be used to support LGBT advocacy in the Middle East and North Africa. Oh, that seems like something that Human Rights Watch <laughs> should, should agree to. So, yeah, like, methinks thou doth protest too much. Right. They have no problem with the you know theocratic right-wing dictatorships that they're getting money from right right it's just the ones that don't pay them that they that they claim to have a major issue with just just fucking absolutely the ones that are you know promoting a indigenous agenda in latin america or a socialist pro-labor agenda in latin america keep the capital flowing so you know it's just same as it ever was i'm sure biden is gearing up to you know attempt another soft coup uh and give you know lend support not like literally have the cia attempt to do it but they'll they'll just fund some some militants to go in and do it and uh you know it may or may not work and you know they'll just deny involvement and we'll find out 30 years later that the u.s government and the cia uh, paid for it so you know 
Right. The, well, the that's what they always the say is, you know, they're, they, they're, they're jailing the opposition. Mm. Oh, they, they jailed the opposition. And then half the time you find out they were jailed for plotting coups. <laughs> right, right. Like, well, why won't you Attempt let them? The... Plotting to assassinate the president of Nicaragua. Oh, right. well, why would they put them in jail? That's just, they're political prisoners. Why um, won't you let the guy that broke into Pelosi's office and took a shit on her desk run for president? <laughs> right. You, you Democrat Party dictators. Well, you know, that, it's that, just, that, it's, that is something that they would actually say, probably. But oh, um, yeah. God! I mean, yeah. I'd like to break into her office and take a shit on it too. No, no, I, right? I that's you know the only good thing. But that for the opposite done, reasons, for the, for the <laughs> <laughs> but not for the reasons you did it, right? Um, yeah. So just you know, a, a fucking fiasco as usual. But expect no less from this extremely right wing government. Um. All right. Well, uh, on that note, though. Uh, I think that about wraps us up, but uh, rate, review, and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Help us out the show. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash move left. Facebook.com slash move left idiots. Um, we have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash move left. I am on Twitter at move underscore left. I'm on Twitter at bike slutty, and I just want to let you all know that um, now that we are off of daylight savings, savings time, uh, not on daylight savings times. I've see, seen people tweeting about this, like thinking that daylight savings time is now that it's getting dark out at, uh, well, let's see, it's three 45 here in the uh, central time zone and the sun's already down. So this is, <laughs> if you, if you're mad about the sun going down so early now, you should want more of daylight savings time, not less of it. Right, you should want it to to happen and then stay and not turn back. We should turn the clocks, you know, forward and I then just leave them it's, there. It's so fucking depressing to get out of work. It's horrible. And the sun's already down. It's like, you know, like... I, you, I, I never see the sun. I, I, I wake up, it's dark out, I get ready. I, I see the sun a little bit as I'm driving to work, and then I get out of work and it's fucking dark. So I never uh, experience daylight. Uh, so, you know, people are like, Oh my God, it'd be so depressing to live in Alaska, uh, and have not have daylight. I'm like, yeah, well I I would, we would fucking know it's not much different than what we do. I mean, I I like like how your inflection there was like some, somewhat of like a, like a Jewish grandmother. Like (laughs) I never see the sun anymore. I mean, I see the sun a little bit, but I don't never enough. The sun never never calls anymore. Never calls, never comes by. (laughs) Never. No. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, uh, you know, try to get some sun during the day work be damned and uh we'll see sure uh what's that that vitamin d lamp thing yeah yeah get one of those fake lamps rather than just <laughs> just experiencing nature you can go to our, our website and use uh use the promo uh, code uh use, use promo code rogan depression lamp <laughs> to get 15 percent off right uh yeah and we will see you next week arrivederci